Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. This show is about philanthropy, entrepreneurship, positive thinking, and humanity. A show that'll help you make that decision when that hour is upon you. Our guests share some of their experience, expertise, and stories during their decision hour. You get to hear what they're doing today and how it might help you in the near future. My guest today is no different. He's doing some great things in the community, and I'm going to bring him on here in just a moment. But first off, I want to give a huge thanks to Heroes Media Group, all the great shows and sponsors of the network. To learn more about Heroes Media Group or how you can become part of the HMG family, simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Now, without further ado, I got a very special guest today. Uh, he's the founder of uh, Battlefield Resumes. He's an uh, Army a veteran. He was an officer. Um, and uh, I'm honored to call him a friend. I've had the opportunity to uh, spend some time with him. Uh, I guess it's been a little over a year, but uh, nonetheless, we're going to bring him on. Mr. Bruce Benedict. Bruce, you there? Hi. How you doing, Adam? Doing good. Doing good. Appreciate you uh, taking Thanks time out of your busy schedule. Oh, I appreciate you uh, letting me uh, uh, be on the air today with you. Yeah. Well, listen, let's jump right into this, Bruce. Why don't you tell the listeners... A little bit about yourself. Um, well, I uh, enlisted in the military as an E1 uh, back in 1986. Um, made the uh, traveled about 16 times throughout the military, throughout uh, around the world, and um, uh, around my 10-year mark, I went to OCS and then became a commission officer, and then retired in 2007 as a major, and um, transitioned out into defense contracting with Booz Allen Hamilton and then into the federal government after that as a GS-14 and then a 15, GS-15 hiring manager and supervisor. So you've been around the block a few times. That's pretty cool. Well, I, I'm, I can relate to a lot of different uh, uh, military personnel. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> whether you served overseas, deployed, PDY, whether you're listed, officer, um, yeah, we've kind of been everywhere. So. Well, you, with that experience, Bruce, I want to jump right into what you're doing today. Um, uh-huh. You'd founded Battlefield Resumes. Tell the listeners about that, and what is, what is that exactly? Well, in uh, Battlefield Resumes, I, I founded it in 2011, and uh, after I had after my transition out of the military, and I was at Fort Meade when I transitioned out of the military. I thought it was going to be extremely easy. And when I transitioned, it was so difficult. Um, and at that time, there wasn't a lot of help as you were transitioning out. And so, um, you know, basically, I, I did what everybody else does, and they, they grab a hold of somebody that they uh, they know that had gotten out before them, and and they they try to have you know help. They try to talk to those folks so they'll pull them into the job that they they're in now. Right. And so, um, so for me, that's what I, I did initially. It's just networking. But, uh, when I tried to get into federal government, it was extremely, extremely difficult, um, as well. I didn't understand it and it, it, no one really explained it. And so, um, what I did was, uh, I, I kind of leaned on what I had done in the past and in the military. Mm-hmm. And so, the, the challenge was, was everything that we seem to be told as we're transitioning out has a theme of forget everything you learned. It's not applicable in the civilian world. Well, that's, that's very difficult for somebody like myself who, when I was born, I knew I wanted to go in the military. You know, I had all that military stuff in my room when I was growing up. 
Right. I enlisted as a junior in high school. I stayed until I was 40, 41 years old. And at that age, um, you know, I had spent more time in the military than I had with my actual mom and dad, right, growing up. Right. And so to be told uh, that to kind of, you know, be somebody different and, and um, not pay much, of, you know, not really focus on your military experience, you have to kind of start over again. That's, that's really what it, what it amounted to is uh, what they were telling me at the time was you just really need to start over. And I, I just had a difficult time with that. And, um, and so I refused. And basically what I did was I said, you know what, I know all this military strategy that I've been doing for the doctrine and the strategy for 21 years. I am going to try to use that for the civilian workforce. So, so I can get a job. If it works in wartime for the U.S. military, as good as we are with it, then, then if I apply it to the employment process for, for a civilian job, then maybe it'll give me an advantage. And that's what I did. And so through my civilian resume writing book, my federal resume writing book, my job searching book, and all the videos, all it, all it really is is a trans relating the military doctrine and strategy into uh, something that's relatable, something that we understand, right? Um, and then, you know, we, we kind of translate that and how, how do you associate that and those analogies for the civilian workforce in order to give you an advantage? And that's what I did. And then I started Battlefield Resume. So I have Battlefield Resume methodology, and it's all based on military strategy and doctrine. Now, Bruce, let me ask this. For the listeners that are listening right now, if if you got somebody that's transitioning out uh, and they're looking to get into, uh, let's say, the federal, they, they want to go to like, you know, a federal government job. Maybe they want to apply for one of the three-letter agencies or whatnot. What advice would you give them or, or, or how do you go about, how does one go about, A, finding you, and B, what's the first step that you have to do to get the ball moving on something like that? Well, if, if they reached out to me, then it's just, you know, obviously the web page, uh, Uh they, they really can just email us at info, I-N-F-O, at battlefieldresumes.com and send us their current resume and a couple of the jobs that they've seen that they want to apply to. And then what we do is we schedule an, uh, an appointment over over the telephone, and we'll talk to them about it over the telephone to, to really scope what they want to do, right? What, what are their goals? What do they enjoy doing? What do they not like to do? A lot of uh, transitioning military, though, they, they don't really have a resume. And so if they don't have a resume, they that should, it shouldn't matter, all right? Um, for us... If you don't have a resume, that's fine. All we ask is that in the email that, that you send us, you just put in your chronological um, work history. And then um, once we start working with you, what we're going to ask you to do is send us PDF copies of your NCOERs or your OERs, your awards, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And then we'll put your resume together for you. And, and then we put it all into uh, a targeted resume format that we use and we've been successful with. And, and then we work it back and forth with the individual. And so whether it's a civilian resume for a civilian job, non-federal, 
uh, or a corporate resume or a federal resume. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's the same process. We use different templates for each, but we, but we tailor and target the resume for each one of those as well. And, um, and the process works back and forth with the individual. So, for instance, we'll work with a Word document, and we'll put it in our format. We'll send it back to the individual. The individual will update it, send it back to us. We'll go through it again. We'll send it back and forth, back and forth. And that combination is really a war game. If we associate it to the military, it's a war game between the S2 and the S3. It's, a, it's like a rock drill, right? Okay. It's, a, it's a war game. And the combination between that, because we look at the resume from the hiring manager's perspective, the applicant obviously looks at it from their perspective, and the combination is very, very powerful, and our success rate is well over 85%. So it's really, really good as far as getting an interview, right, wow. getting called. Um, uh, so, yeah, it, that's how it works, and, and it's a Word document, and then um, – you know, we don't we don't do the hard copy where we send it in the mail and we, we write it for you and we send it in the mail because that's kind of a generic um, one. What we do is we teach you at the same time what we go through the process in hopes that you'll see how the process, how we do it, and then you can you, you'll have the word document so then you can do it on your own in the future for every other position that you want to apply to. Got it. So let me ask you this, Bruce. What? Um, and first off, folks, if you're listening to this show right now, it means you're already online. And if you're looking to uh, apply for for any kind of job, for that matter, or uh, you're looking to transition into a different job and you need your resume updated or whatnot, go to battlefield www.battlefieldresumes.com. It's battlefieldresumes, all one word, dot com. And, and get in touch with with Bruce and uh, his advisors. Now, I'm assuming Bruce. Is the, I mean, for for you to do this all by yourself, I'm assuming you have several other people, or you you certify people to to do this as, as with you as well. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. We have uh, on the website. If you go to the advisor link at the top right, you go to what we call the map, and it shows the uh, different advisors, the different uh, certified Battlefield resume writers that we have out there uh, around the U.S., and we're adding people every month. Uh, We certify uh, those who want to um, be part of this type of movement. I mean, we we love it because I think we're going to change the way the hiring process works. It's not that scary. We've just, when we use military doctrine against it, um, we can defeat it. And, and so um, I have a certification program, which is called a Certified Battlefield Resume Writer CBRW program. And uh, you'll see on that map the, the different CBRW individuals, which range from prior military to military spouses um, to non-military, but maybe they had military in their family and they want to give back. And so all these these folks are, are extremely um, uh, motivated to help veterans, and they love that methodology so they can, they can um, you know, have a better understanding of what the veteran's going through and then use the analogies to, to help the veteran associate to the, to the civilian employment processes. And so, yeah, we do have that, that and I encourage anyone out there who wants a part-time job to, to actually get certified. I have an online certification program and a three-day seminar workshop 
certification program. And uh, it's a great part-time job. And then you get referrals from battlefield resumes at the same time. So it's, it's uh, you, you know, you can do it on your own and you'll know how to do it because we'll certify you. But then also, if you're on the map with us and you're a CBRW, then we also refer people to you. And folks, you got to, I got to tell you, you got to check out, uh, you get, you got to check this out. And if you're looking for a part-time job that I didn't, I didn't know that part. I've known Bruce for, for a while, the part-time job thing and, and going through your classes, you know, I've watched your videos, uh, Bruce, and, and obviously, uh, you know, I'm one of the advisor, uh, on the map there. And I, I absolutely uh-huh. believe in, 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 love, uh, everything about battlefield resumes and it's it's something you'd be surprised folks the people that how many people you come across each week that uh, are looking to either change their career or they're looking for a job and i tell them you gotta go to battlefield resumes go to battlefieldresumes.com get your stuff in there i, I i'm telling you that they, they, they will help you get the interview and then, and then you're on your own. You can't. Do, they're not. They're not going to do the interview for you. But they will get you to the interview. And and it's really uh, unique uh, on how you really put the stuff uh, together using. Let me ask you this. This brings me to a question. When when you see somebody's resume, what what is a common mistake that you see on people's resumes? Well, the the common mistake. Or, um, I don't know if it's a mistake, but what I can tell normally a, a normal, uh, veteran resume, somebody who's transitioning out of the military, their resume, normally the first bullet of every work history job will be a supervisory bullet. And the last bullet will be some liaison or coordination with other organizations bullet. And, um, that's the standard. And, and normally it's like a biography, right? It's, um, you know, Hey, let me tell you everything I've done, whether it's relevant to the job or not. Uh, and really because most guidance, I mean, it, it's, it's overwhelming, right? The resume guidance. So you, you can ask everybody a question about the resume and everyone's going to tell you something different. Right. And it, it's amazing when I do hiring events, um, I'll do resume reviews, 300 resumes come across my desk and I'm looking at them doing quick, you know, 30 second reviews, right? Because the hiring manager is only going to look at it for about six, six to 10 seconds. And I go through that every single one is formatted differently. So if you can't imagine, you know, it's all formatted differently. There's so much different guidance out there that people are trying to pay attention to. Um, so what I tell everybody is, the first question is the hardest question you're ever going to be asked. If, if you give me a resume, the first question I'm going to ask you is, what job do you want to apply to? Before I even look at your resume. And most, the mistake that most veterans have is they don't know. And it'll be very generic. Well, I want to apply to something in the IT field, but that's not good enough. You have to give me a job. And so what I would recommend is because I focus on targeted resume, Mm -hmm. all right? And what I mean by that, because, again, transitioning myself out of, you know, transitioning out of the military, you know, I've done that, and everyone has, everyone told me to tailor and target my resume, and nobody really told me what that meant or how to do it. Um, But I knew I needed to do it, and so what I've done is defined it. And so when you target a resume, 
I define that as your target, just like you're on a range shooting at a target. Your target is the job that you're applying to. And you have to know that in order to be successful. All right. I can't tell you to go to the range and qualify on your weapon, qualify expert on your weapon, if I don't give you a target to shoot at. And so you have to you have to know the job. So spend the time to find the job, right? And then say, look, that's the job I want to apply to. Now you tailor the language in your resume for that job itself. And how you do that, and there's a step-by-step process for it, uh, I call it phases, right, on a battlefield, um, is the requirement section, the mandatory requirements section of a job announcement. All of that information needs to be at the top half page of the, of the first page of your resume. And a normal resume is two pages. It can be longer, but the, the first page, the top half of the first page should have those requirements immediately available. So, so somebody who's looking at your resume in six seconds, and that's, you know, you kind of wonder, everybody says, well, some, the recruiter's only going to look at my resume for six seconds. How do they do that? Well, what they're doing is they're, is they're skimming through hundreds of resumes, and they're really just looking at the top half of the first page to see if you meet the requirements for the job you're applying to. Gotcha. If you do, then you pass go, and you get put in the, the good file. If you don't, you, your resume is considered too difficult to understand or, or not relevant, and they, get you, they, they put you in the bad file. And so that's the challenge that I would, I would tell everybody is when you're focusing on, um, on the format of your resume, make sure all the requirements for the job you're applying to is in the top half of the first page. And then when you're writing your work experience, like I had mentioned before, if you're not applying to a supervisory job, then your first and second bullet to every job you've held doesn't need to be the supervisory bullet. It just needs to be something relative to the job you're applying to. The first and second bullet of every job is the most important bullet, all right? And you only put jobs that are relevant to the, you only put work history on your resume that's relevant to the job you're applying, applying to. for, right. Okay, I, and I've heard yeah. that, yep, and that and that makes sense. This yeah. is great advice, folks. I have, you, you better be taking notes right now, and you better be getting ready. Open up that other browser, go to www.battlefieldresumes.com. Bruce, you're on the show. It's called the Decision Hour. I ask all my guests this question. Name a time in your life when you were faced with that decision hour. Or when you were when your feet were on the line and you had to make a decision. It could be any time in your life. What was it what what decision hour would that be for you? And explain to the listeners what, what that was like, what the atmosphere was like at that time. Okay. Yeah. So um after I retired from the military, I went into defense contracting and, um, you know, the environment in, in defense contracting and in, in certain positions uh, is really business development and trying to build more business, make more money, things like that. And about two and a half years into that, I realized that that's really not my strength that's my, my strength area as much as it would be nice to to make you know millions of dollars uh build a lot of business you know for the company and things like that i i like selfless service 
I like doing those missions that are bigger than me, right? More than just the paycheck. I mean, the, the money will come, but it's it's the importance, right? That's why we like to deploy and things like that. You know, yeah, the money is great, but it, it, you're doing something bigger than you. And so at a certain point in that, that civilian corporate career of mine, I I really had to step back and go, what in the world do I want to do? And that's the reason why I ask everybody that when they give me their resume. Tell me the job you want to apply to. Tell me what you want to do. Because it's the, it's the most difficult question that I ever had to ask. And I was about two and a half years after retirement and I still had no idea and the only term I could use to describe where I was in my life was the word lost because I had accomplished all of my goals I had retired Um, in the military you continue to move up you continue to get promoted once you retire it's not really like that and or at least the ladder of success is not is not described. Um, it's, it's not as easily uh, well known or described, right, as the uh, military. And so I'm sitting there going, "What in the world do I want to do?" Uh, and I don't even know what's available. And so that was a turning point. Finally, at that point, I was like, "You know what? It's time for me to go back to the government," because in the government. It's a steady check, so I don't have to worry about money at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can get promoted. It's more like the military, right? So you have the GS grade levels, like GS 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, all the way up to 15. So it's structured like the military. It's just friendly. I understood it, okay? And I knew there was a lot of policy of the government. So it's going to tell you how to get promoted. And I was like, okay, I think I just need to get back to selfless service. I just I said they need to get into organizations that and I need to work in areas where we have a global effort and intelligence right and that's where I was at so a global effort of responsibility that's a that's bigger than me it's bigger than anybody's wallet it's bigger than anybody's paycheck and and once I did that and decided on doing that and made that determination it it focused everything and and why that's really important in my mind, looking back, is is there there are so many different options out there, and so many people are telling you the different options. It gets overwhelming, and so the anxiety goes sky high. So if you're not really focused on an industry, you're going to be looking at all kinds of different things. If, and in your resume, you're not even going to recognize what your resume says in it anymore because everyone's you've tried to modify it so much. And you're looking at so many different industry types of jobs. So my recommendation that helped for me is I just focused. At that point in time, I was like, okay, I have got to sit down and figure out what it is that I like doing and what I don't like doing. Let's focus on the jobs that support what I like and enjoy doing, which would be the government. I like that. And let's just focus on searching for government jobs. And then when I did that, then I, I, I really could focus in and target the types of jobs that that appeared to be fun, right, for me. And and then I, I worked to tailor my resume and target my resume for those jobs. And that was a turning point. As soon as I transitioned in, I was like, okay, that method that I used to get to that point and cross over into – uh, a career, you know, what do you want to do? 
I could answer that. And in a career that was bigger than me, so now that I understand that process, let's put it into some documentation and methodology. And that's where I came up with the battlefield resume methodology. And so, yeah, that was the turning point for me and uh, really solidified the methodology that I put together. That is a heck of a decision hour right there, folks, if I've ever heard one. That is awesome. Absolutely awesome. And he's doing so many great things, folks. Again, www.battlefieldresumes.com. Bruce, before we let you go, I got one more question for you. And uh, you have somebody that's listening to you right now. And a piece of advice that you would give them. Maybe maybe they're trying to make their decision. Maybe they're on their decision hour right now. Uh, What piece of advice could you give somebody that's listening to the show? Um, my advice is to, I would, I mean, I hate to say it, but you got to go to my website and look at my videos. I've got, I've got over 160 videos, I think on YouTube and, and look at that and and focus in on what you want to do. Write down on a piece of paper, what do I want to do? And, and, and try to answer that question. All right, and if you if you can't, then do the pros and cons list. But instead, you know how normally if you're looking at something in the future, uh, do I want this job or not? Okay, well, let's do a pros and cons list. Instead of doing it that way, I would look backwards. All right, don't forget what you've learned. Don't forget all the experience that you've had. Try to figure out like a pros and cons list, what you enjoy doing and what you don't enjoy doing. What was it about the jobs that each work history that you've held? What was it about that job that you enjoyed and what didn't you like about it? All right. And build that list. All right. Two jobs back. When I was a private, when I was an E4, when I was an E5, this is what I did. When I went to OCS and I was a lieutenant, you know, I was a platoon leader then and then a company commander. What did I like about it and what didn't I like about it? And then you'll see a pattern. And you take that pattern and you look at the career fields at that point and you search for jobs. Use that, the, the stuff that you like to do, as the criteria to search. Those are your keywords. And then try to find jobs that you enjoy doing. The money will come. And I know that's a stressor for everybody because the jobs on the outside don't have salaries attached to them. So you really don't know. That's the challenge, right? I mean, in the military, you know, if I'm going to be a, an officer, I know what they get paid. Yeah. If, I'm, if I want to be a, a starting first class, I know what they get paid. Right. So, you know, do I want to do that or not? Or do I want to be a warrant officer? I don't know. But when you get out, they don't have salaries, right? Listed. Right. So you really don't know. And so the stress is up because you really want to maintain your standard of living. I will tell you that the salary will come and, the first thing that you need to do is figure out what you want to do. And when somebody asks what you want to do, you need to have an answer for them. And to, to achieve or to, uh, to obtain that answer, look at your past, your work history, figure out what you liked about it and what you don't didn't like about it. And all of those things that you liked about it, that's your answer when somebody asks, what do you want to do? Right? So, like for me, I enjoy... I, I enjoy supervising. Um, I enjoy managing. I enjoy leading. In the civilian world, those are three different things. I enjoy maintaining a work environment where people can be successful, right, with, and using their own initiative. 
okay, I love that. I really don't like being the, the guy on the ground doing the thing. I want to be the bigger the person that protects everybody, right? Right. And gives them the environment in which to to um, to shine, right? And get awards and stuff. And so when somebody asks me, hey, what do you want to do? I tell them that answer. I don't have to tell them a particular job. I just tell them that, all right? And then that's a good starting point because that's what I enjoy doing. And that's what I would recommend for everybody out there who's trying to figure out, you know, how to answer that that initial question: What do you want to do? And um, and it's a great way. It's a great method to to figure out what it is you really do want to do, and and what you're going to be happy with doing. Great advice by Bruce Bendig, folks. Make sure you check out the resume, www.battlefieldresumes.com. Bruce also has a show that he does, a weekly show and videos. He's got over 160 videos that, that come out. Uh, follow him on social media. If you follow us on Heroes Media Group, hey, great. You can see his show page up on the HMG website as well. Make sure you, you, you can get his information from there as well. And, and make sure you follow him uh, on social media and uh, keep checking in with his uh, uh, website and whatnot. Bruce, I really appreciate uh, your time today. Thanks, Adam. I really appreciate it. Hopefully I help those out there. And if they have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Absolutely. Always good talking with Bruce. Glad he had time. Uh, busy guy doing uh, a lot of uh, classes and, and, and shows, updating people, showing them how to update the resume and to do a resume properly. Bruce is the best guy in the business. So make sure you check out battlefieldresumes.com and get uh, your stuff fixed today. That's all the time I have for today, folks. Big shout out to Heroes Media Group again. Um, check out Heroes Media Group, all the shows and the sponsors of the network. They're, they're getting bigger. They're going to a lot of big places and they're offering a lot more services so if it's uh, something that you're interested in and want to be a part of the family make sure you go to www.heroesmediagroup.com again folks that's all the time i have for today i appreciate you listening you've been listening to the decision hour